Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in southern Idaho. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA here in Idaho. And our guest today on Heart of the Athlete is the Northwest Nazarene University Alumni Director, Darrell Bruner. Darrell, great to have you on the hey, show today. It's nice today. to be here, Ken, and uh, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, well, it's going to be fun to visit with you today, and um, I know we've known each other for a while. I know, I think I first met you when my middle daughter was playing upward basketball <laughs> over at uh, over in Nampa, and uh, they would play her age division, I think, uh, played their games over at First Church, uh-huh. and uh and you were the director for Upward Basketball over there for for quite a few years, right? Yeah, I mean, like that started at First Church, and then uh, First Church decided to go a different direction. So then College Church of the Nazarene took it up, and uh, even though I did not attend there, they asked me to. And then it was the fifth. Of course, it started with kindergarten. Upward did, but uh, I, I I directed the fifth and sixth grade graders, which was was just a great blessing. So wow, that's. I know my daughters uh, just enjoyed that. They played uh, upward soccer and upward basketball. So, yes. and I know that we we have some other connections too. That we might get into a little later. I know your your sister is married to my high school wrestling coach Bruce yes. Burnett. So Bruce and Karen they live up in North Idaho, and mm-hmm. you know I get to see them every once in a while. You get to see them a little more than I do, but uh, that's been been a fun connection yes and then our offices are real close together as well too they are you kind of keep an eye on me so see if i'm sneaking out that back door uh, of the alumni house yeah. <laughs> uh, i think it's the other way around you keep an eye on me so well how long have you been the alumni director there at you know NIA? i the, i came to nnu and started in august of 94 did mainly fundraising but then in 2000 i was asked to uh, combine uh, kind of job roles so since 2000 so man you know i'm one of the longest tenured there there uh, 20 the, years being yeah, the, the uh, I'll just tell a little bit. In fact, I had to, I was telling Beth Schaefer here, the manager of this station, uh, I hadn't seen Beth for a while, and, I, and she asked me if how much longer I was going to do this because I'm going to be 66 in March. And I said, well, I actually had a dream about a year ago that our president, Joel Pearsall, came into my office and put his hand on my hand and said, Darrell, do you think it's about time? So <laughs> so whether that happens tomorrow or, or, or uh, 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 delays for a, a few more year, years, we'll see. Well, what is it that you, um, and I know you, you, you grew up in Boise, you, you played at Bora High School, uh, played basketball and were a tennis player. And I know your folks uh, were into, into athletics and great supporters of, of uh, sports at, at, in, the, in the area as well as NNC and now NNU. Um, and then you played basketball there at NNU. But what, what for you, what, what is it that, uh, that you enjoy uh, about being alumni director at at the university there at, at Northwest Nazarene. And uh, the NNU is, is, is just a blessing. Uh, there's no place on this earth that is perfect. And a Christian university is not perfect because guess what? If Satan works, I think, over time at, at Christian institutions, I'm yeah. sure. Fellowship of Christian Athletes is the same, same way. But yeah. I tell you, it's just a blessing. Each and every year, new young people come men and women yeah and we don't we don't require all of our young people to be uh, come with faith right but it's amazing each and every year what a blessing that how many of these young young lives yeah. come to christ yeah and that's probably my true true blessing that i have yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that, that's true, and that that that's uh, I know <coughs> with us with FCA being involved with NNU with the athletics, you know, it's it's neat that we do have non Christians that are get recruited to come there, and then they turn their lives over to Jesus yeah. at some point in their career there yeah. because of just. Uh, you know of what God's doing and the in in and around them. Yeah. So. Right, so I have the best of two words. I, I work with alumni, and of course, alumni are those who are past students, right? Any, and they go from. In fact, we I've just been meeting with our fifty year our golden grad classes that have in there. That's class of seventy, so I'm getting close. I was class of seventy six, so it, I know what's getting close. But uh, they are so excited, and they're so excited. And one thing that we do that we just say at commencement time. Our 50-year class gets in caps and gowns, mm-hmm. and they actually walk. And this year, it'll be the class of 2020. Wow. And they sit in the center aisles during commencement, and, uh, and it's just a, just a really neat tradition. Yeah. And even though some th- go in and think, this is a little corny, they leave thinking, hey, that was so meaningful. Yeah. And to be able to be recognized and uh, also to be sitting with the class of 2020. So uh, what they saw... 50 years ago was quite a bit different, but guess what? NNC, NNU, as far as Christ-like yeah. and its commitment to that has not changed. So yeah. that, that's a, that's exciting. Well, that's neat. Well, Darrell, um, how did you get involved in sports? How did, uh, what, what was it like for you, young Darrell, and uh, getting involved in, in competing? And what sports did you do? Well, my uh, my my parents. Uh, even though my my dad my dad played a couple years of basketball in college, but uh, he uh, they just loved sports and my and they loved tennis. And my sister uh, was three years older, and uh, so that was her main thing was tennis. In fact, at Bora High School, she in I don't know, probably. 70, 69 or whatever, she was state champion for the state of Idaho in singles. Wow. And so, uh, but basketball, I started in Kelch Elementary there in, uh, in Boise and just went on through West and then Bora. And I was, I, my, my blessing was that I am 6'5". And if you ever met my parents, my mom's 5'1", my dad was 5'9", five, five, and my sister's <laughs> about 5'5". Five, five. So what happened, I don't know. But I, <laughs> but thank goodness, because I was not, I did not get off the ground and, uh, at all <laughs> so because of that height that allowed me to play and then on, on to nnc and nnu and uh and and there again so it's right timing for me but uh i just always loved it and let me just say with my parents you you mentioned the commitment i didn't even realize it was such that not parents didn't follow their kids but from the time i was third grade through the all the time through through nnc uh my folks i don't think ever missed a game they traveled. Wow. They both had full time jobs, but they just made made it clear that their priority. Same way with my sister. Wow. If there was something going on in our lives, it could be something beyond sports. Right. But that they were going to be in attendance and be a part of that. And I know that's not easy, and not everyone can do that, especially single family homes. But uh, yeah. I kind of just thought that happened for everyone, but I know it doesn't. Right. And so, boy, uh, what what a commitment they made. What a neat support yeah. that the Lord did through them, through Leon yeah. and Telebrunner, yeah. to pour into you and Karen like yeah. that. Yeah. And and uh, well, that's great. And I, I, you know, I was, I was looking. I found this old program. It was, uh, <laughs> it was. It had to be it, old. It was when you guys were playing at George Fox. I think 
I think it was your senior year, 75, 76, and I looked yeah. at the height, and you were, yeah, it said 6'5". I think you were the tallest guy, right? Was there one? Yeah, they because of that, I played. You? Uh, yeah, I was, I was a short center as a, that number five position they called center back in the day. So, and like I said, I couldn't jump much, but that's the position I played. So, yes. Well, and you had a, a good career at NNU. You played with some great uh, some great teammates over I there. I played with a couple of Hall of Fame guys. So yeah, it's, uh, Ed Weidenbach, who ended up being coming back to yeah. coach, and then uh, yeah, Rami Lewis and Ray Rumpel, Neil Stewart, some some local yeah. guys, some guys that were. What was impactful about those teams? that you played on there at NNU. And I know you had Orrin Hills as a coach. Yeah, Orrin Hills was, I mean, he was a, a long, long legacy in tradition of, uh, of NNC basketball back in the day. So uh, uh, the main thing, with any type of sport, I realize with tennis and golf, and sometimes it's not quite as much team, even though there's team, but you're kind of individual. Mm-hmm. But I, in you know any sport like basketball, football, lacrosse, soccer, I don't care. It's just that team camaraderie. Yeah. And even though you have a lot of different personalities and so on, and but in a, in a, in a Christian school where not all the players are necessarily come in, like I said, with faith, but you you feel like you can be a part of that building, that faith. Yeah. And uh, and so because you you live with them, I mean, when, and especially the, today's even more. I mean, it, even at an NCAA Division two school, any sport that those athletes, student athletes at NNU, it's year round. Yeah, they're working out together, lifting weights, running, whatever the case is. It it's year round, and uh, so you those become your best best friends. Right. Yeah. I know we mentioned Oren. I know his wife Darlene oh, is a great faithful lady. listener. Want to give out. Give a shout out to Darlene Hills. I know yeah. she's listening right now, and uh, dear woman, a, a woman of God, and I know that she attends College Church over there, and. Um, I see, she comes over there for a Bible study. I think it's every Tuesday morning. And uh, yeah, I have not I, I have not seen her for quite a while, except from a distance. So yes, yeah, she 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 is a great gracious lady. Yeah, and her uh, her grandson is actually my son in law. So, yes, yeah. So we just a uh, dear family. So well, Darrell, um, how did you come to know Jesus and and surrender your life over to Him? What was it that 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 was going on in your life that that you realized that um, that you needed uh, a savior and that yeah. Jesus was the Messiah. Yeah, you know, I always uh, kind of am jealous of those who can put an exact date and time into their salvation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I recall as a young person at Boise First Church of the Nazarene of going to the altar, you know, several times, <laughs> and. Uh, and don't let me put just because uh, just because of what the actions are, but I went to Bora High School, and I was as, for lack of better terminology, as straight laced as they come. I didn't go to any, you know, back in the day, Nazarene, and no no school dances. I mean, there was no drink, right. no yeah. drinking, none of that. I mean, I just was probably your your my parents probably thought just the perfect kid, but for whatever reason. Here I go to NNC, a Christian school, out on my own, and probably lack of maturity, but that changed. Uh-huh. And uh, and I probably uh, probably embarrassed my my parents by telling this story, but uh, I was actually over in Boise and uh, had been drinking, uh-huh. and uh, and I ended up in a in a parking lot that was totally dark at about one o'clock in the morning, and mm-hmm. I had passed out, hmm. and. Uh, and I got up. There was no cars around. It was a full parking lot. But how no one ran over me 
I have no idea. That's a miracle. <laughs> and and I guess some some imit- when you have immaturity and growing up, but sometimes you just need a shock like that to say, "Hey, what in the world are you doing, buddy?" Yeah. yeah. And uh, so no more no more drinking after that. Uh, I met a young lady by the name of Paula Anderson, and uh, and she is. Yeah, well, even to this day, 43 years of marriage, we all both get up early, but she's often up at 4.30 or 5. When I get up, she's in the Word. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she she really brought me along. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's it's a recommitment. Right. And to me, uh, you know, I still, I mean, I we're all sinners. Yeah. And, I, and, and almost on a daily basis, I have to recommit. Yeah. But, uh, but thank goodness we have a faith, faithful Christ that just walks alongside. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, a great story. I mean, I know that we, many people grow up in church, and I think that sometimes we go through the motion. I, I, same thing. I grew up in the Friends Church, and I remember uh, several different times, you know, coming. What I felt like was, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm going to give you everything. And then I, then I felt like, oh, there's some other stuff. Maybe I didn't fully give to him. Yeah. And, uh but, um, well, being a Christian and competing at the high school level there at Bora and basketball and tennis and then going to NNC and, and being in that Christian environment, what was that like for you to try to figure this out, figure this thing out of competing for God and, you know, uh, doing sports God's way? How was that for you? Because I know it, sometimes different Christians have struggled with that, trying to go out and compete hard and to do that. What was that like for you as a believer? You know, I think I think it's a little bit a little bit of a challenge. Uh, if you're a competitor, like most athletes, especially at the college level, are, and you know you have an, you're playing against somebody that you're hey you you really want to dominate them, right? Okay. And uh, you'll see a lot of times on TV or whatever, you know, a kid gets knocked down and there's no way in the world that that opponent's going to help, help him up or whatever. <laughs> I'm, I am proud of Coach Rush there at NU. I'm speaking now. I could speak about mo- all the athletic teams. But, right. uh, but I see our guys, if, if they foul somebody or whatever and they, they hit the ground, they're, they're helping them up. Right. You know, there's not an intimidating type of, type of action. So that, that's, I think you have to work through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm known to this day, even at my age, uh, I still tr- I was trying to uh, try to play some noon basketball and I've kind of known for my elbows. So I have a <laughs> reputation. In fact, the president of the school says he doesn't play noon ball for the lat because of my elbows. Uh, I caught him once, I guess. So, uh, so, you know, I can make other people kind of, kind of, uh, mad, mad at myself and mm-hmm. mad at me for, for that type of thing. But, uh, you know, you just, uh, thank goodness uh, you, we have a different personality sometimes in the competitive field, but you just got to. Just say, God, help me. Right. <laughs> help me. Well, so it sounds it, like, constant. I mean, you yeah. were you were going hard. You yeah. were playing hard. It wasn't intentional yeah. going and being yeah. mean. It, but <laughs> I, and I think the Lord has called us. I mean, it, when he, he was intense and when he went to the cross for us, yeah. he, uh, you know, he gave it all. He totally released himself, you know, on what he did, you know, for, for us. And what an example for us as we yeah. go and compete. But like you said that there's integrity there as well. So 
I know you've been involved in FCA a little bit too, and you've been at FCA events, and uh, you do um, amazing events. This, uh, you know, during during the potato bowl or whatever I still call it. I mean, that's you yeah, know, with the, the bowl the breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, you you've attended that the, for well, quite a few years. Well, now, Kelly you? Lindley, our uh, athletic director, is just a wonderful lady, and she usually invites me. And uh, but you do, and your team do such a wonderful job. And you're getting both those teams and getting the testimonies from players. Oh and, yeah, it's been and fun. coaches that is so moving because there's so many young people, high school athletes from the area that attend that and get to see see that and see what these uh, men of uh, uh, that are you know they really recognized from an athletic standpoint but their first recognition seems to be number one and that's the christ in their lives yeah so, yeah and you, you've i know you, uh you've been involved a little bit in some other fca things what, what about fca for you that uh that that you enjoy uh, that you've that you've seen God move through FCA or, or why that you like to go to FCA events and uh, I, I know I saw I saw you wearing an FCA shirt when I first met you. Well, I think you probably gave it to me. Well, that was before I met you though. Oh, before. I think it's when you were working with Maybe, Upward, yeah. but somehow you you had that yeah. and I. But uh, I know you've had some, and your folks were great supporters of the fellowship. Yeah, I, I, I think my folks probably laid laid the groundwork. And uh, then, of course, when you moved in your office back behind our office and got and just got to see the genuineness of your heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're uh, you're a man that could be doing so many things. And uh, but you decided that your this was was your priority and your mm-hmm. calling. And yeah. uh, and we have a camp there, as most people know, at NNU. That's right. The last few years. And yeah. I see the numbers of young people yeah. that come to that from all over the Northwest, all over. And and I mean what I mean what an opportunity to share not only you know uh, af- an athletic you yeah. know just teach that but then I've been to your uh, not to, not too many but I've been to some of your ch- evening chapel services yeah. and so on and some great and, speakers and, and see the speakers and the commitment of really wonderful coaches that they're again giving of their time yeah to those young people yeah because they know they're the future. Yeah, and uh, so that that's to me fellowship of Christian athletes, but it's the future of Christian athletes is mm-hmm. what you, FCA provides. Yeah. yeah, well, you mentioned the coaches. I, I we have so many coaches that come. It's it's almost like a mission trip for them, and they get to come and and, and give to those kids and pour into them with skills and drills and their expertise. You like your brother in law and your sister. Yeah. You know, we had yes. last summer Bruce Burnett. He was our twenty sixteen Olympic coach and. He had coached at Oklahoma State, and he was a developmental coach at the Olympic Training Center for eight or nine years there mm-hmm. in Colorado Springs. He coached at Annapolis, and here he was with these junior high and high school wrestlers and at FCA camp in Napa, Idaho. Pretty Indiana. amazing, huh? Yeah, you know, I think. Uh, and we have a lot of great coaches, you know, both at the high school level, the college level, and even professional Olympic sport level. We had Hollis Conway, um, who was a two-time Olympic medalist. He was a silver and, and, and a bronze medalist in the high jump back in 88, 92. He was at camp one year and uh, just a lot of other folks. But it's been a great partnership hasn't it with NNU. And I think it just fits the mission of, of both yeah. both organizations. So. Well, I know um, you love. You mentioned earlier about uh, about you and Paula getting into the Word of God, mm-hmm. and uh, I was curious about you know for you any passages of the Bible that have really meant 
that God has really spoke to. Maybe it's been a life verse or maybe it was something that really helped you competing. Um, uh, I know you didn't coach except for just pouring into coaches through upward basketball and through all those coaches. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, but what about how has the Lord spoke through you and, and there's, I mean, there's there's so many passages and I, and I think I mentioned to you, my coach, one of my junior year, Dr. Ray Berwick, uh, he practically memorized the new Testament. That's not easy for me. I wish I had that gift, but, uh, I, I told you I was going to maybe tell a story, and this happened probably back in the mid-90s, so we're talking about a long time ago. And I have permission. I've used his name, so I can say it. We had a but just an interesting little scenario. So I know we're on the radio, but here, here I was walking with one of our, our really fine athletes. His name was Jay Lassen. Jay was about 6'7". Those of you that don't know me, I'm 6'5". And here came in our student center at NNC back in the day, a gentleman who I had known for years. His name was Dr. Earl Mostel, or he passed away back in 2015. Earl is about 6'8". So Earl gets a big smile on his face. By the way, he had spent 40 years in Portugal and Brazil opening up Nazarene missions there. Wow. In fact, opened the church, started wow. with 12 people. I think I just read uh, that that church now has over 170,000. Or no, mm-hmm. no, it was more than that. I think it was a... a yeah, members in that one church in a, in a city in Brazil. Anyway, he came in. He had a big smile on his face. He's he's very extroverted, and he came up to me. He didn't even look at me. He he looked straight at Jay. And of course, six eight six seven. That was about eye to eye. And the first thing he said to Jay was, "Jay, do you know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior?" Huh. And Jay just kind of paused. Uh-huh. He says, "I believe there's a God." Uh-huh. But no, I don't know him as my personal savior. Uh-huh. And Earl, and I'll get a little emotional on this, but uh, Earl said, Jay, can I just place your name in a Bible verse? And we all know the Bible verse. Uh-huh. It's John three sixteen. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I, I'll use Jay as that. But he said, for God so loves Jay that he gave his only begotten son that if Jay believes in him, Jay shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I have told that story, Upward Basketball. I probably told, told it over 100 times. Jay was, no, he had not, did not have a faith. I haven't talked to Jay probably for over a year, but uh, he was actually, we used to have basketball families, so he was, he was one of our, the players in our, in our family back in the day when he played. But Jay is now, from a professional standpoint, high up in the banking in the Denver area. But he loves Christ. His uh-huh. wife is a children's pastor uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, three kids. And uh, But Jay, about two years ago, called me and said, who was that gentleman that saw us in the, in the student center? Wow. And I gave him his name. He said, wow. you know what, Darrell? I never thanked him. Wow. He said, that was the most influential thing in my life, yeah. to find Christ, when he put my name in John 3, 16. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I want to thank him. I yeah. said, Jay, you'll see him someday, but it's not going to be on this earth. Wow. He has passed. Wow. But you're going to get an opportunity to thank him someday. I said, thanks. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. so John 3.16, we all know it, but uh, I just right. think putting, putting whoever's name in there, is, uh, it just makes it really personal. Well, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I love, that's a great story. Thanks for sharing that, Darrell. Um, that's a powerful verse and it really goes back to the simplicity of the gospel that God has given to us that 
you know, with his, his son's shed blood, his son's broken body for us, for our sin, to take the place for us, to, to pay our ransom, to, to go in the game for us. You know, when, when we, we deserve so much worse, but yet he is, uh, he sent his son to die for us. And, um, well, that's, uh, I love that verse too. (laughs) Well, Darrell, thanks so much. Uh, it was just, it's been just a pleasure to have you on the air today, but it's all, it's just been a deep pleasure of mine to, to know you and to partner with you in different things with NNU and FCA. And, 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 uh, it's been great to see kids that come to camp at, at, and have this incredible time with the Lord there at, in Nampa at NNU and decide to come to school there. To, to pursue their college education or to compete there. We've had several of the kids like that too. So it's been, it's been an eye-opening experience for many kids that come from around the West that come to camp there. And so I'm, I'm grateful for uh, just uh, the place that God has put us and how God has brought us together through yeah. a lot of different connections. So, well, folks, if, if you're interested in getting more information about the FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho, you can go to fcaidaho.org. And um, Darrell, man, it's been great to have you on the show. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Hey, thank you so much, Ken, and blessings on you and, and FCA and all, all the good work you're doing. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You're not-